just so y'all know, if you do brush your teeth, I don't know if y'all do. If you do, don't rinse it out. You know, just just let it sit. Like, don't let it sit, but like spit it out. Just don't rinse your mouth after with water. If you do that, you sort of minimize the effects of the actual toothpaste. But if you just let it sit after you spit it out, sort of, you know, it keeps that freshness going for a little bit longer than you're probably used to. You know, I was a floor actor working tough. shit. That's tough. When's, yeah. when's the last time you brushed your teeth? Um, a couple hours ago before I came here. You still yeah. fresh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> Were you tasting for plaque? <laughs> oh, just bad breath. Tasting for freshness. Oh, that's Damn. fair enough. All right, well, on <laughs> Welcome back to the number one podcast. In Canada. That talks about the questions and only about the questions because... We're all, all about, about the, the questions. questions. Yo, that was like... My throat is a little phlegm, you know. Cat, well, it's because we, we, we were laughing. And you, you having a voice crack? Is that what you, you was having? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> last, no, no, last no, night. No, last not night. Last what? night. <laughs> you tried to call me out for how my voice crack. And he was trying to bring attention. Everybody nah. moved on past it. He was like, no, no, no. We don't want that. We trying to circle back to it. Y'all growing up. That's nice. Ryan hit it. Yo, his, he hit a next note. <laughs> yo, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you like 15? <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? No, right, let start with yo, me, bro. Yo, yo, yo. Do that, do that. Let them know what Listen, they need man, to do. Listen, man, I'm going to tell everybody what they need to do. What they need to do is turn their volumes up really high, ambitions down real low, and get ready to listen to our soothing voices for as much time as we so please. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Ski. And uh, sir, do you want to introduce yourself as well? I would love to introduce myself. So the gal them call me Mr. Beaches. What's up with y'all? What up, man? To my right? To your right, you got your boy DeMarcus, you know, Yo. the R&B king. Yes, yeah. sir. Sir To my yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you always say so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you always I was coming. Pause, don't know like, pa- I, yeah, I was coming. Right, I was right. coming. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> um, you already know who it is. It's your boy, Glue. What up? Uh, back at it again with the boys. Yes, sir. Uh, your host with the most. Uh, yo, Quay, let, let, give me your segment, bro. All right, my Go segment ahead. is... The movie recommendation, Netflix is prime bubum. Um, this week, though, we do have a recommendation coming from Amazon Prime Video. That is Invincible. Invincible. What is Invincible about? It is just like a dark adult superhero TV show is what and I would probably say. star studded. Yeah. Yeah, it's all, actually fire. All the voices in there are like big name actors. Oh, 100%. So it's sort of, I would explain it even as like a coming to age superhero movie, uh, TV show, if you would, too. Like, you know, he's finding his power. We're not going to get too far into it. Yeah, if you do watch it, it let but me know. If you're not, in, if you're not into the, to the superheroes type shit, uh, which you could check out, though, on Netflix. Yeah. Belong. Run. All right. So Run, it's a movie that just dropped. Like last week or something like that, and essentially is I don't want to spoil too much. Fuck, it, I'm gonna spoil it. Um, basically, spoiler alert. <laughs> alert. There's a mom, right, and she loses her child off the rip, and so she steals a baby from the from the hospital, raises her, gives her some sort of medication that makes her paralyzed essentially, hmm. and this daughter is sort of finding out, you know, what what's going on, who her real parents are throughout right. the movie. It's very dark. This. The mom is batshit crazy, but it was it was it was very suspenseful. I like cool. that. Now that I don't yeah, need man. to watch it, well, hold on. <laughs> Let me get right. <laughs> um, and if you don't like thrillers or horrors, and you don't like action figure movies, speak uh, up, action, bro. Why are you yeah, whispering? Why, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, cause my throat is like. Yo, what? what? What do you mean your throat is what? What's wrong with your throat? <laughs> We're not doing this. Yo, um, Mark. Anyway, uh, what was I saying, yo? What was I saying? Man? We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Time is well, Oh, movies, yeah, sorry. Bro. If you like animes, watch um, Be the Beginning. Oh, Lokito? Fire. Fire yeah, anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Loki. He was watching that earlier. I creeped into his room, peeped my head in like little yeah. brothers do, and I was like, damn, all right then. And I left. Anyway, he's moving on to the next segment. You know, it's, it's your favorite segment of the week. Because when you, it's really when you get to tap into your feelings, all right? <laughs> yeah, and this week on Lyric of the Week, we have a track called Sunshine. By Lil Flip, hello, featuring Leah, and on that track, he says, "Quote: I need a lady in the streets, but a freak in the sheets that know how to cook, cause a nigga like to eat spaghetti, shrimp, and steak, and I'll adore you. I'll treat you like milk. I'll do anything but spoil you." Wow. So hey, we're not man. we're not spoiling. Quote unquote. Going forward, then. No, what do you mean? Like she's cooking us. But no, but we're, not we, no, but we're going to treat her like I do milk. And what I do to milk, I spoil my milk. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna spoil you. Ooh. Hey, there it is. There it is. You yeah. wasteful with your your groceries. No, but that's not what he said that's though. What do you he said? Stop. Stop. <laughs> do, go your part, bro. <laughs> <laughs> do do your do your segment, bro. That's the first time we didn't geek up after his lyric. <laughs> okay, go ahead, hey, go. Yo, yo. <laughs> go ahead, go. 
On to the segment <laughs> of why I don't fuck with you, and I can't fuck with you if yeah. you are a bad driver. No, I did a bad driver one, didn't I? I think something with the bad driver, because I told the story about the bridge. Yeah, I did. I did. No, what? Wow. It's crazy. Wow. So it's already reached its limit. Okay. We it's three, now three, three weeks, was it? <laughs> three weeks. In nice. Um, so what we're gonna do to help you out though? No, I had no. no, no, no it's fine. No, no, no. It's calm. It's calm. I it's got calm, you. bro. We just we just gonna roll right into the topic. And this week we're talking about <laughs> emotional unavailability. Yes, sir. And so so glue. Do you want to redeem yourself right now by letting our viewers know what emotional unavailability unavailability means? I'm gonna have a hard time saying this word throughout this podcast. It's calm, so though. So it's okay. Bear yeah. with me. Yeah. Nobody's so judging emotional me unavailability is described as someone who is not open to discussing or sharing their feelings, so they can act like evasive, flaky, or hard to read. Okay. Yeah. And so I I brought I, I chose this topic just because I feel like a lot of you know. Get, I guess men sort of these days are sort of get coined as emotionally unavailable. Yeah, okay. And I sort of, I resonate with that in this current moment because I feel like I'm emotionally unavailable. Okay. And so to me, when I think of being emotionally unavailable, I think of someone who's scared to open up. Yeah, okay. Right, someone who's scared to open up, you know, someone who's terrified of commitment, intimacy, or someone who's just scared of being vulnerable. Okay. And can any could you could any of you guys here resonate with that? Have y'all felt like that before at any point? Like where I, you at? I can definitely resonate with that. I I I feel like that a lot of the time. Um, not so much anymore, but I did in the past. But there's like a thing about this whole like men being being unemotionally available or emotionally unavailable, which is like boggling to me because I feel like girls are the same way. Like it's not very it's not <clears throat> it's not based off of the sex. It's more like based off of like that person and where they are in their life in that point in time. Right. If that makes sense. So, like, I, for me, for instance, I can connect to this topic because, like, I mean, I'd be just, you know, not trying to, like, put my feelings out there. So you can't connect to this or you can't connect to it? I can. Okay. Because, yeah, that makes so, sense. So you're, you're the afraid to open up sort of thing? Is that no, what yeah. it is? Yeah, afraid or? to commit. If oh, anything, just, based yeah. on what we've been hearing well, the past, yeah, couple, the past weeks. couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Commitment issues. I yeah. think. But, like, no, I'm, af- I'm, a, I'm afraid to open up, too, because I don't really like putting my heart on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. I'm not that type of dude. You know right. what I mean? I, 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 you, could, you can have fun with me, but I'm not going to just, like, Give you my heart. That's crazy because every time you meet somebody new, you come in here and you be like, "I think I found my wife." Oh, she's 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 so cool. I, oh my god, she's so. I love cool. this girl. I'm just like, bro. Yeah. You you say you love somebody every, every week. week, bro. So how do, how does that sort of I mean to with to the be fact fair? I guess I haven't heard him say it in a while. Yeah, but it's like, been a little but while. It, that but was his that, go-to. Though. That was you. Yeah. Um. Do you have a defense for you? I, like no, okay, probably not. No, I think I think like I did do that a long time ago when I was a kid. And, and kid uh, is a kid. Yeah, let's let's bring it up a little bit. Like and and so yeah, like, last year I was saying this shit nonstop. No, what I did <laughs> when I shot the first episode, I heard this joke. <laughs> you kidding me? No, uh, what I right when before I, quarantine, I heard him say, "Hey, yo, I love this girl." Dead ass, yo. I said that. You just be loving everybody. No, it's just that, like you know, sometimes I get caught in that like lusty feeling, and so then I say that, and then I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me circle back because like maybe maybe not. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I uh, no, I think from the point that I was at at that time in my life compared to now, like I feel like after getting hurt, yeah, that's a big ass difference, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You ain't you ain't so like warm More and clo- welcoming. Closed off a bit. The yeah, walls yeah. are kind of kind of yeah. Okay. But what about you, Q baby? Yeah. Um, I would say yeah, I can relate to this just because like this was an excuse that I would use all the time. Like this was my go to. Like I was like yeah, I'm just emotionally unavailable right now. If you want to talk, we can talk, but don't expect anything. You know what I mean? So. That's it was a fuckboy shit. It, yeah, that's when I was doing it for sure. I was just like, I ain't got time for emotions right now. So if you're coming for me for that, go ahead and just don't talk to me. And then that would always make them be like, Yeah, well, we could talk. It's fine. Um, so no, like when I do it, I I, I would it's like crazy to crazy how it works wait, that wait, way. Wait, no, wait. dead ass. Can crazy. I just pause for a sec? Yeah. yeah. So I remember why I can't fuck with you. Oh, go ahead. I can't fuck with you if you put your bar on the fucking ground. Oh, like no standards. You have no standards. Yeah. Cool. I mean, right. the Thank moments kind of passed. Moments, but fully I appreciate gone. you getting that off your chest. <laughs> yeah, I no problem. Like, I felt like I really needed to get that one. No, out. thank you. Yeah, yeah, so it. that one person that was like, <laughs> <laughs> that one person that was like, that was really waiting for Glue's segment. 
There you go. Like, I don't know. Hope you I'm buy them coffee. today, just so you. Yeah, know. I know. Yeah, like, yeah, go ahead. Go um, ahead. Go no, ahead, so, uh, so like, yeah. So I was on the the whole tip where it's like, if I if I say this, that means going forward from here on, I don't have to give you any commitment. Yeah. You can't expect shit from me because I already told you I'm mostly unavailable. If you want to go and catch feelings, that's your own business. You have your own out now at this point. So whatever you do after that point, that's on you. Type. That's shit. all you. So that that's what I was using it. So that's how I feel like I would relate to it for a little bit. But mm. how about you then? Man, how would I relate to being emotional? That's I, th- I feel like that's how where I'm currently at right now. Like okay. I just I think back. I had a little, I remember a couple of weeks ago I came on a podcast. I told you, told you I had a little date. Yeah, and I remember yeah. like throughout that date. Mind mind you, this it was like three hours long, right? Nothing deep. No, we we're not talking anymore or whatever. It was just a one two link. Um, but <laughs> I go I go about essentially talking about myself for three hours. Oh right? wow! And by it's the end of the end of the deep. Yeah, I, I, I'm an oversharer. I don't know if y'all know that by now, but I'd be just sharing all my fucking dirty laundry. Um, but by the end, of, by three hours in, like by the end of it, she asked me what her name was, and I didn't know what her name was. Three and hours deep. Three hours, and I didn't. I could not tell her what her name was. Wow. And mind you, I'm pretty good with the words. I can try and weasel my way out of certain situations, and I really tried. I was like. You see, the thing is, you know, it's kind of windy right now. And, you know, we in a kind of like a, a little little valley in the wind. I didn't hear you. Do you know her name now? Yeah, I, I know her name now. I mean, um, I would hope at least after yeah. that interaction. No, because it happened like three more times after that. Like, like you forgot. So I forgot the name at the end of the day, right? And then like a couple hours later, we were chatting and whatnot. And she was like, what's my name? And I was like, ah. <laughs> um, Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, don't do that to me. Oh, no. And then, and then you know, I start throwing the excuses like, hey, man, like, you know, I play football, man. I had too many hits to the head. You know, <laughs> you I, got do, that, I got that bad memory. You feel me? Um, but that to me was like, that's that. When I think of being emotionally unavailable, yeah. for me to be able to move that way and to like interact with somebody to the point where I don't really, I'm not retaining any information that you're sharing with me, means that to me, I'm not emotionally available to take on whatever it is you're, you're trying to like sort of put on me. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not even looking to listen to it. I'm not even trying to take it in. And I didn't really know I was doing it in the moment. And it was just by, you know, the fact that I couldn't remember her name, so to say, that like that shows me that I was, I, I'm not in a position where I, I'm to be entertaining new people and getting to know people. And that's really where I'm at right now. Okay. okay so, so oh, oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, so like with that being said, yeah. like what would you, what, like, you know, okay, so you're not uh, available emotionally, right? Yeah. And what Quayton was saying before was like, Quay has said that, yo, I'm not emotionally available, but girls still try to press mm-hmm. and be a part of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the change, try to change you, right. you know, yeah. try to help you right. out, try to make you course, better, right? Of course. What would you say to those girls? And like, if they want to continue down that negative path, like, what would you tell them? to do or not to do or like like what advice would i give them yeah or, or would i what would i say to them when i when i'm facing that i mean situation? either or either or if i'm facing this well one i don't really explicitly spell out the fact that hey i'm emotionally unav- unavailable i mean i really didn't just really i didn't really take on that term as you know how, d- how to describe me till literally today okay, oh, okay. So i hadn't put those those um points together but as someone who's listening and and inter- as interested in, in a guy um, and they're hitting you with this, and they're telling you, "Hey, like," and the guy's telling you, "Hey, like, I'm not I'm emotionally available." See yourself out of that equation. Yeah, right. Like, if that's uh, that, okay, that's an extreme. I, I guess sort of the happy medium would be to give this person <clears throat> space and time to not to try and interact with them in a way where you're not putting a lot of pressure on them. Because okay. as someone who's emotionally unavailable, the idea of you know sort of putting pressure on me to either be there for you emotionally or share my emotions with you or you put on your emotions. You might you know, be moving faster along this relationship or this interaction than I am and you might have these these stronger feelings of, like, of me, right? And like if, you, if those that's being shared and being put on me prematurely, it's more, it makes me anxious. It makes me want to run. It makes me mm-hmm. want to leave that situation. So what I would say is, is to really just like slow it down in the sense where you're not, really trying to put the pressure on them you're just more like hey like i let them sort of come to you sort of situation if okay. you are convinced that hey this is some someone i'm truly interested in this is somebody i, I can see myself yeah I, so i can make a way in there so like even even with myself like i would tell people like i'm emotionally I'm unavailable so that if they did say you know if they want to move on for something else i'd be like yo there's no commitment here because i'm i'm mostly unavailable but like the real reason that i even tell people that was because i was you know going through my own shit 
Right. You know what I mean? I just probably like at the time I just would come out of a like something that was emotionally like damaging for myself. Draining. You know, draining, all that kind of stuff. So I'm trying to heal myself. So people would you know, come and try to talk to me. And this is where even on our serial dater podcast, like you guys were like, yeah, I'm definitely one of those because like people would just come and try to talk to me. And instead of being like, no, I'm actually like got hurt recently. So I don't want to talk to anybody new. I just be like, I'm emotionally unavailable. So you can still give me attention, but like, I'm not doing it. I'll entertain it, but yeah, I'm not going to pursue it type thing. Exactly. And I feel like that's something that probably a lot of people can like relate to. If they're saying it, they're probably just not actually dealing with their emotions. Right. So, They could get into a whole bunch of new little things. Like if you want to hook up with people or you want just want attention, like you're going to allow people to talk to you. But it's just because you're neglecting the self-healing that you should probably be focusing on. 100%. I, I think it's interesting to see like people always want to be with a person who is emotionally unavailable. I don't like it, it almost I, looks like it's an, like an ex, not an excitement for them, but it's almost like an attractive I don't know if that's the how I would coin it. I would say it's it might be just like I think it just stems from a bit of projection. Maybe in your childhood, you, you know, your parents were emotionally unavailable for you, and and so it's now you you try and re, yeah, that's something you try essentially recreate, or you find you you do certain you move in a certain way where you find yourself in those same situations because that's what you're comfortable in. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little deeper than that. I don't think people specifically set out to like look for people who are emotionally unavailable. But I know, but you have those like group of girls that you would categorize as like fixers what do you mean so by yeah that? elaborate by elaborate that? a little bit so like if a girl is a fixer like she always tends to go for the person who okay, okay. is so damaged wants, or so you're saying you meet a girl that like wants to fix people yeah they always want to fix okay. people. they're like yo I, I can see how like sensitive and and how like maybe soft you are, you know. You got these certain emotions, traits that you know I like, I mean? and maybe you're just not there right now. But you know, if I give it enough time, and that's yeah. what, I mean, that's what I meant. But like in certain situations, you can you might just be able to just like interact with that person, but without putting pressure on them, and hopefully like d- over time, like they'll you know then have those feelings for you where they want to then commit to you. That's but, fair. I mean, like for me, it's I like I never like the whole like I don't guess like taking it slow type thing mm-hmm. doesn't make that much sense to me. I'd rather just like jump give in. it a go, jump in, like go all, like full steam ahead, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, See, the, I, I I appreciate the the taking it slow part. With for someone who's emotionally unavailable, I think taking it slow is important because a lot of the times it's not about like you uh, sort of convincing them they should be with you. It's more of them like convincing themselves that you know they want you, and and that, you might think that's a bad thing, but as someone who's not really in a place where they want to be in a relationship or be committed or be open to sharing their emotions with, with people. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's important for them to really take a step back and sort of figure it out on their own and, and sort of talk themselves into it. And like, I, even when I'm saying that, I'm not really convinced that that's a good thing, but I, I do, right. I just feel like that's, that is another way of like thinking about it where it might help you in, you know, in terms of your understanding. I think, I think like, even when I think about taking it slow, I think there's like two outcomes for that for sure. Like, I think there's the outcome where, yeah, I was, uh, let's say I was emotionally damaged or emotionally unavailable, which one, whichever one it was, but I was just looking for someone who was actually there for me versus, yeah, I'm emotionally damaged. So I'm completely closed off to the idea of anybody coming into my life. So it's like, no matter what this person does, I'm still completely closed off to it. So it kind of, I think that even kind of goes back to like what we were talking about, the concept with the cheating podcast, where it's like, if you aren't wanting to change Mm -hmm. or you're not wanting to accept that, then it doesn't matter. Like if you, if it's like cold feet are only if you're unsure about a situation, right? So it's like, if I'm emotionally unavailable at the time, so I, I've been damaged, one of the things that we discussed earlier is the insecurity for me. So, you know, the the scare to open up or the commitment or, or whatever that is, that's the one insecurity I have. So I'm afraid to go to go into this new relationship. I think that only changes if you want it to change. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So if you're not doing that, then I don't think there's going to be any any difference. You're not, going go, not really going to grow. So, yeah. So then, like, with that being said, you guys, we've all been emotionally Unavailable, unavailable right? at one time for sure. All right, so like, how 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 do you get over that hump? Because I know you be just not not you, Mr. Beaches just be throwing his heart out all the time. I wear it on my sleeve. Yeah, and I mean, been the Marcus is kind of quiet. And um, I'm kind of quiet. So like, see, what do y'all do to get over that? Before I even get in, 
get into like the how to get over it because I'm still working on that. I, I I'd like to try and understand like the why I am emotionally unavailable and and when I think about like because I'm, I'm what I'm gonna try to I'm trying to answer your question but through like a like a a sort of a mind map where I'm gonna sort of. Yeah, figure it out on your way. Yeah, so, so why are you? Why are you emotionally available? When I think about that, I think about the idea, like the reason why I think I am emotionally unavailable at this very moment is because I'm es- essentially focused on protecting my energy, protecting my heart. Okay. I've I've been in situations where I feel like um, that that energy or that time or the, the, like my heart is essentially being disrespected, yeah. and I I felt like I couldn't. It, I wasn't in situations where I, it was safe enough for me to to give it to you and, and, you know, and have you take care of it the same way that I would, I'd want to take care of yours if you gave it to me. And so that's sort of my perspective, so to say right now, uh, in terms of love and, and relationships, I'm just like, no, nah, like right now I got to protect myself. Okay. Right. So if I want to protect myself, um, but I do want to be in a relationship at some point in time, okay, how do I get over this, th- this stage of like being emotionally unavailable? I think that comes for me to be able to do that for me personally, to be able to do that, that comes with like, honestly just like one time and two like that time spent by myself like completely yeah. alone yeah. and that's a very difficult thing for me to do like that's something i'm not used to that that is completely out of my comfort zone because i may not be in a relationship but i'm i'm always involved in something and i would consider myself a serial dater so to say yeah, right? okay and so for me to get to a point where i you know taking the time to really heal and make the changes or just be able to you know be like you know or, or believe in the idea of love again i have to take the time to be on my own and show and prove to myself that i am capable of being on my own and then unlearn some of the pessimistic ideas that i have surrounding the the idea of love Mm. i think by giving myself time i think by taking the time to dive into the the wise and like the unlearning because off the rip i i think about a relationship i get it's a bit of fear being faced in a situation where I'm trying to communicate how I feel about some, or trying to share something to you, and you're coming at, or you're 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 getting defensive about it. You're, you're turning it into a fight as opposed to like listening. Or I share something with you, and immediately you're trying to find a fix or a resolution, and I'm just looking to be heard. Yeah. So until I can I can, I can then sort of return back to level playing field where I'm just you know what. I am ready to, to try this again, and if I do, like I won't get triggered if this shit happens again. Yeah. I'd be, I, I still have that energy to give it, to put in, and and like help you understand me. And okay. I, you know what? I would honestly like if I can, if I can ride that coattail a little bit. I think that I would agree that when I do say that I'm emotionally unavailable, it it comes from that's where the that's where it stems from. It's that like whole you know feeling but it's because the only reason why i can get back into certain situations where i can put my heart back out there is because when i do that i'm i'm like okay i can handle being unwanted or rejected again that's all it is you know what i mean because like those are the feelings that i have to i have to deal with first i I, you know opening up to people or letting them in like that is a lot for me but like it's that whole this could go wrong feeling if i'm if i'm able to like put that aside and be like yeah okay like i'm unknowingly going forward this could be something that this could be someone who rejects me or this could be someone who makes me feel like i'm completely unwanted mm. that's what i have to like get a grasp on for me not to be emotionally unavailable so you know what i mean like once i feel like that i feel like i can go back what's your take on it then like what's, what's your take on the idea like what do you think how would you resolve your emotional unavailability um i think like I need you to apply pressure. Okay. Well, uh, meaning it's, it's, it's a little again, bit different. Elaborate it's a little, little bit. Little <laughs> elaborate a little bit for me here. All right. So, like, for instance, if, sorry, if I'm emotionally unavailable, I don't really, I'm enjoying being single. I don't have an issue with being single. I don't want anything to change because I don't have to worry about anybody else. So, like, I could do as much introspective thinking as I possibly can. Like, I can look into myself and say, you know what? These are the reasons why I'm like this. And, okay, I need to work on those. I need to uh, realize those and look at those. And then when I fix them, I can be good. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm emotionally ready to give myself to somebody else. I personally need you. We need to get to a point where you apply pressure. And then you're like, okay, are we doing this or not? And then I have to make a decision at that point. And when I make that decision, it's either yes or no. The moment I hear apply pressure, this brings me back to the idea of when some when you're upset about something. I know we've we've, we've talked about this 
a bunch of times. And I, I remember you saying that, you know, sometimes when you're upset about something, you just got to, you know, you got to ask, you got to nag, you got to apply pressure, and then, it, and then I'll tell you how, like, how I really feel. That, to me, bothers the hell out of me. But it's, it's, not that you, it's not that I need you to nag me. It's just that I need you to be like, oh, so what are we doing? Like, if we have that conversation, then I'm like, okay, well, either I have to make a decision where we're going to make this into something and that I'm locked down. Or I need to like make the decision is like, do I want to like stay single and continue? Yeah, they, but you might be king of middle ground though. You king of middle ground, so like, you know what I mean? Like, you can only live in the middle ground for so long before somebody gets fed up and is like, yo, either you we're doing this or I'm gone. Well, that's yeah. I mean, so that's, that's that's where I've gotten. Okay, so that's so, where you're trying. You want them to get to where they they come out with you. They come at you straight. Hey, they hey, give you the what, ultimatum. What, hey, what's the plan here? What are hey, you doing here? Give me the ultimatum. And this is like the only ultimatum in my life where it's like it's okay to give me the ultimatum. When and I probably won't pick the opposite of what when you're they want to know what your real intentions are. Yeah, exactly. So well, why, why for, you, for you to tell me what your intentions are with me, I have to give you an ultimatum. Yeah, why does that to come to that point? Because I could be showing you like everything that I want to show you, everything that's leading towards this one answer, but then you might not know that's what that means. Yeah, but how does that make that person feel? Have you thought about that? What do you mean? Because when I've been in your situation where I know for a fact it's either I tell this person I'm walking or I'm like, yo, you need, I need to get more commitment or I'm, I'm leaving. Like for me to get to that point where I'm like sitting at home and I'm like, yo, I don't even know what the fuck this relationship is. I don't even know if you actually want me. And I'm pretty sure like I can't even really fully trust what you're doing because like I, you won't give me that one slight commitment that I thought that we were, you know, on the same page as. But, but this is the thing we're dealing with people who are un- or, or who are not emotionally available. So it's like, if I'm not emotionally available, and yeah. I told you I'm not emotionally available, yeah. but yet you want to apply pressure to make me emotionally available, then you have to give me that ultimatum, and at yeah, that see, point, I I'll decide that yes now, no. though. See, so you're saying, but you're saying now that if you're emotionally unavailable, you need to apply pressure, and that's going to make you available. It's and either, either going to give I, you your answer. I, but I just, I just finished talking about how... If you're emotionally unavailable, what you and you want to be with that person, what you want to do, sort of take the pressure off and not make them feel like they're trapped when they're not ready to be in a commitment. I know, but that works for you. How, how about to me? How about this right? scenario? How about this you're scenario? Saying? So you you're asking for that pressure. Let's say I'm not the type of person that applies pressure because I don't I don't like how that makes me feel. So I come to you and I'm like, listen. I'm talking for this long or however. I personally don't think that you're that much into this or else you would probably want to make this more serious. Yeah. I'm honestly just going to leave because this isn't enough for me. That's cool. And then I leave. And then what? You're just like, good, proper. Yeah. It's, I mean, you're in, not emotionally your, available. In your, in your, you're never in your head, invested. In your head, you're like, I'm but, not. I'm not. If, what if? But like you seem like that's how you, you try. Like then that's when you're like, okay, thing, like cool. I feel like being non-emotionally invest, invested this is why is that word so hard, word. right? Invested, yeah. Emotionally unavailable. Yeah. With that being said, there's either two ways. You're either in the gray area where you're kind of want to try, but you but you don't want to, which is or BS. you're either in the not trying area. Which is also BS. Okay. So right? both. BS so either areas. you're really really not available, yeah. and you don't give a fuck about like anything at that moment, just yourself, mm-hmm. or you're like in the middle where you like I kind of want to try, but I'm afraid to try. And then that emotional unavailability, which is literally what we were talking about before, the self-sabotage, where it's like, I want to try, but my emotions are so heavy and I'm afraid to get hurt when I don't want to get hurt. So I'm going to just shut them off. Right. Yeah. All right. But that makes sense. But then when I leave, I'm, I'm just like, I'm not going to apply pressure right now and, and like debunk what you're saying. That's, that's, what, that's what works for you. And yeah. so that's what works for you. Then And so be it. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. just... Doesn't work for me. Way. Yeah, for me but it's always like when I leave, then don't say nothing. That's it. Like that's it. Like that's no, all. I ain't finished. I get you back. You have to at least let them go if you're not emotionally available. That's what I mean. Like, I mean you can't be playing saying. with people's hearts. No, of course not. You know what I mean, like, but if you apply there. pressure and you make me, and I'm in the middle, and you apply pressure at the right time, you might get the yes answer. I like that's and I might like, give it a go. But then I don't. I don't feel like you. You want to be here. If I had to apply pressure on someone, and I know they were emotionally unavailable, insane. so I know I got into it. It's like it, when the girl asks you, like, "What do you want?" And you're like, "Do you want to, you want me to come over?" Yeah, if you want. It's like, well, no, like I. Like, what do you, what do you want, want, bro? Like, well, what do you want? Do you want to come over? Yeah, if you want to come over, come over. No, no like, do you want me do to come you, over? Like, that's, yeah, that's if you it. want that. That's the, that dialogue. <laughs> I, I 
I want to know. I, w- I want a direct black and white answer to how you feel about this. I don't want you to have to convince you into wanting to be with me in a sense. And I know that sort of contradicts what I said earlier in, in terms of, no, it doesn't because I said I had to convince myself to be in, in something. I, I shouldn't, someone shouldn't have to convince me to want to be with them. Yeah. Like, cause that's, n- n- that's never going to work. I, I got to be the one to talk myself into the situation. But the thing that I thought about though, in, in, in terms of emotional unavailability is it's sort of, it's me just, I guess, more airing out some of my toxic traits. It's the idea of seducing and then sabotaging. So as someone who's emotionally unavailable, I, you know, I, I still want the attention. I still want the affection. And so I will seduce you with that, with that attention and affection. But then when things get too deep and you know, the things are starting to get heated, that's when I sabotage in a sense. And I'm like, whoa. Is too much for me. Yeah, and so that that idea that's also that's another trait, I guess. Now that I'm thinking about it, that like sort of coins somebody who's emotionally unavailable. Yeah, cornering but them. Yeah, and that's what that feels like. What you're explaining. That's what that feels like. Them? Cornering them. It's like you either I'm pick this. Or you, you're, no, like you're applying so much pressure that they're they're locked in one place. They either answer this question right now, or they just or they're or you're done. I mean, that feels like a coin. If that's where you like to be at, then that's where you got to be. It's at. not yeah. where it's like where I like to be at, but it's what feels like has been working. Okay. All right. I mean, you're yeah. still single. Um, so, moving on. Though. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, look, why are you coming at me like I that? Jab, right? I really don't know. Well, um, damn. So we know what. It, so at this point, we've talked about emotional unavailability. Yeah. So what does emotional availability look like then? Um, yeah. for me, like, what is that when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm emotionally available right now? What does mm-hmm. that look like? Okay. What, what is it? What is it like to be with somebody? How how should out the gym how, no, how should it be when you are with somebody that's emotionally unavailable? What can you expect? Um, you could probably expect, you know, you're expecting, you know, you're not, you're just you're treated like a friend with a little bit of benefits on the top. Okay. That's what that's what emotional avail- okay. unavailability looks like. Um, so yeah, you need help with that. <laughs> Can't you blank right now? I want. I might need to. I might need help with that. Somebody's got to help me with that. No, I, okay. So for me, I think. Um, being emotionally available would look like available some, or unavailable. Uh, now we're talking available. about available. Oh, available. Oh, because you said unavailable. Yeah, you did. No, you did. You did. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, why I was like, <laughs> I was like, I mean, what does it really look like? No, yeah. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's okay, gone. It's, it's gone. Yeah, Go ahead with available. Emotionally Go ahead with available. available yeah. yeah. Is what? So what is for me? What it would look like would be someone who gives you space to share your emotions with with the, with them like and when you do so they're not looking to fix or, or find a resolution they're just looking to validate your feelings and make you feel heard it's somebody who when you do come to a point where you're sharing intimate details about your life they take that as an invitation for them to also reciprocate that and share intimate details about their life letting you know that hey like we we in this together it's it's just the idea that somebody is able to sort of verbally address or doesn't necessarily have to be verbally but address sort of how they how they feel about certain things and you can ask them hey how how do you feel about something and they can actually tell you with feelings words how they and express themselves yeah damn i mean no go off i'm with you though you you want to keep going or you good i I, I mean i I can keep going i I mean that's but that's no you're right with i'm literally just off the top of my head i'm just talking about things that like i would expect in a relationship yeah no facts yeah like like when i when i've talked to somebody who is emotionally available or when i've been emotionally available like i am i'm making you feel wanted you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, like this is I'm I want to talk to you right now. I want to hang out with you. You know what I mean? Like I want to spend time with you. I I'm not afraid to tell anybody that we're talking. That's emotional availability to me. Like that's what that looks like. Emotional avail- availability. Yeah, availability. So okay. if they're like re- they're ready to talk to somebody or they're ready to get to know a specific person or you know or they're starting to feel me some sort of way. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling off of them. We're exchanging things. I feel like it can actually open up and it's a safe place to. talk yeah that's something that i'm seeing in emotional availability where that sort of things are sort of closed off in emotional unavailability Ooh, I, got another, I got another one man go okay. ahead drop it in another another, another sort of trait that like wow. exemplifies emotional availability is somebody who whose words match their actions so 100 percent. oh my god they, yeah they speak certain things but they also back it up with the way they, they move yes you, you, hey, they express to you hey like i don't like that you do this and then you know their response is to make an effort to not do that thing right yeah or i don't know that that's that 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 just popped in there 
Um, no, you're right. Actions, not playing, actions. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah. They're not playing double standards nah, at all. You I know would, what I mean? I was just gonna say, like, I think one for me is like showing me off. Yeah, I mean, that's what emotional availability is for you. Showing you getting off. shown off. Yeah, like you're not not ashamed at all. Yeah, not ashamed to be around me, so we're not ashamed to like be like you're not afraid to take that extra that next step where it's like, okay, now if I introduce you to like my friends or my family or something, that means okay, this is getting to a point where it's serious, where I'm able to give you those emotions and take that emotional leap with you. Okay, because that that's a big step, right? Like a massive step. What? That's huge. (laughs) Introducing you to the friends, family. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I had one thing that I was talking to one time, and she was like, um, she was emotionally unavailable as far as I'm concerned, and we went to the club, we went to the bar. And somebody like we went together with a whole group of other couples. It was a whole couples thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody had their own double, triple, course, quadruple, exactly, date. quadruple date. And then they went to the, all, all the all the stories went to the bathroom, and they're like, "Oh, are you uh, are you seeing so and so?" Because obviously, you know, we weren't claiming we were dating. So they're like, "Are you seeing so and so?" She's like, "No." Ouch! I'm like, yeah, we all out here, bro. We've been talking. Were you beaten at that point? Hell yeah. Okay, well, then, yeah, yeah. You've you you seen about? her at that point. What are you talking about? <laughs> of course. I didn't want to <laughs> put you on blast. Mr. Beaches um, over here. I, I kind of want to like. <laughs> all right, bro. <laughs> I got. I kind of yeah. want to leave y'all with sort of um, the idea that like being emotionally and uh, being emotionally available yeah. opens you up to like a deeper connection. It opens you to like a deeper love. So yeah. being with somebody where you are able to be intimate with and share different things about yourself and and y'all can get to a point where y'all both understand sort of the reasons why you are the way you are that helps in so many aspects of your relationship and that just opens you up to like a deeper love so if that is so if a relationship is what you want and you want and you're looking to have a serious relationship you got it's got to be with somebody who's emotionally available at that point that, that's that's my little tidbit there that's facts i um, no, i i gotta agree with that yeah that's your final remarks yeah, what's the yeah, final man. I, th- I think I think like sometimes it can be worth it to to work with a person who is unavailable emotionally, and you can play the waiting game and see like how that works for you. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And I mean, I mean, I'm I can't tell people not to do it because I do it all the fucking time. And so like if if that's what works for you, that's what works for you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I think yeah, to have a solid relationship from the jump. No issues, no negativity, no stress on your life. You should be with a person who is also emotionally available if you are. If y'all are both not emotionally available, that's a blessed relationship. But if you guys are both emotionally available, that's even a blesser relationship. <laughs> Just making up words. These guys come ripping with it. Yeah, um, my, my final thoughts are, man, if you were planning to, you know, get something popping with somebody who tells you they're emotionally unavailable, anything that happens down the line is dead ass your fault. Like, you... <laughs> You brought you it. You know on what yourself. you signed up you for. You knew what you signed up for. Yeah. Um, any any of my past experiences where someone's told me, hey, I'm emotionally unavailable and shit has gone south, I'm gonna eat that. Cause that was all me. I took those L's because I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's right. That's that's all me all day. Yeah, I so put myself out there. Yeah, of course. So, you know, that's just watch out for that. If you're really looking for something and somebody's telling you they're emotionally unavailable, just get out of it. No matter how sweet you think it is. <laughs> but, on that note, but on that note. We go end this podcast. The Sersky. saying that, man. Why are you? Let me do that, bro. You really want that? Yeah. On that note, <laughs> we gonna end this podcast. It is kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, I be I be making on the docket today. Yeah. You know, on that yeah. note, you be you be a trendsetter. You a trendsetter. Yo, everybody, listen. Yo, listen. Wow. I'm not to get too hype. I didn't mean to do no, this. No, no, no. I didn't mean to do this. It seems like everybody <laughs> wants to be vegetarian now. Really? After man's did it in February, you were bro. the first one. You you put everybody on? What? <laughs> That's crazy. You put everybody on, didn't wow, you? Wow, I didn't even know that. You're the Sheesh. first vegetarian. Good job, buddy. How long do you do it for? Like a week, too? Nice, bro. Three. Do you want to? For a month. Yeah. All right, bro. You want you you want your little, you know what? Go, Glue. Drop, Glue. Give your fucking outro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do your shit, bro. This is you. Make sure. I'm still, I'm still dying at the fact that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, before we started, she was like, hey, 
You got your segment? Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> I didn't have We come down the line. Every we, week. We do extended intros yeah. and segments, and you still <laughs> at that point didn't click. And then we 10 minutes uh, into the goddamn podcast. Oh, right. I remember. I just me. couldn't remember at that time. Me. I was under pressure. Was Guar- guarantee yeah. we stay here for another 20 minutes before he says his song, too. Yo, right? relax. Anyway, yo, listen. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe yes, sir. Mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. Follow us at All About The Questions podcast. Yes, sir, uh, yo, follow us on Instagram for at All About The Questions, on TikTok at All About The Questions. Make sure just to like share this stuff, you guys. Uh, oh, can I say one thing, too, yeah. as well? That yeah. the, the engagement we had on that last post... Yeah, yeah, Talk honestly, to you. Shout out to you. I am proud of every single one of you. That's all I was looking for. Anytime you want to talk, you hit me up. Facts. Keep going. Uh, yo, listen. Um, shout out to the first time listeners for coming. Shout out to the repeat offenders for coming back. Yep, yep. Um, the, honestly, I feel like I'm losing my voice, bro. I was singing up yeah. a storm. We were, we were, we were having a good time. No, no, this is, I'm shooting. talking about yesterday, man. Yesterday, I, oh. I don't know. Before we started yeah, shooting, it was that Justin, Justin Timberlake? That shit got me. That was yeah, not. Yeah, I know you heard me. King got to hop on yeah. on here from time to time. For me, it was we were, no we air. Yelling. Yeah. When no air. Got no, yo, when no air. I was trying to hit those high wow. notes. I'm like, yo, my <laughs> Jordan Spark. What a beautiful. I got that range though. Don't don't get it twisted. I got that range. Yes, he does. That was you, eh? Damn. Dude, don't don't you do that, to, bro. You Shit. <laughs> oh my God! All right, anyway, go ahead. Yo, finish it up. Give me, give me, give your outro. Hey man, listen. I just want to say three quick things to everybody listening right now. Mm-hmm. Actually, four quick things. First of all, stay healthy. Second of all, stay safe. And number three, for the love of God, stay out the streets. And fourth, I love you. Do you? Whoa! Keep going. It's kind of intimate. Come on, man. Sheesh. Who's right that too? Was that a specific person that was too? I don't know about all that's, that. That's kind of early, don't that's you think? That's a little early, bro. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I'm going to pass, pass it to you. I'm going to pass it to you. What? She from what? Switzerland? What? Sheesh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 Mr. Peaches knows. Nah, hey, we're going to have a conversation, but we're going to talk. But because my outro would just be, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> what's, up, what's, what's up, dude? It's hey, man. Um oh, You man. know what? If you're emotionally unavailable, ex- like Am own I it. Oh, okay. You gotta, you gotta own it, address it, and then sort of work towards figuring out, you know, how to overcome that. Yeah. But if you spend so much of your time denying s- some of the things that we've just labeled out today, then I mean, your first step is to acknowledge it. Facts. After that, I mean, it's pretty simple. Take care of yourself. Yes, sir. Take care of your mental. Sirski. Peace and love. Woo! Yes, what sir. the hell's up with you, bro? Let him finish his <laughs> outro, sorry. man. I was, was kind of just saying. Yo, I'm telling you, this guy brings it upon himself. <laughs> <laughs> this guy literally just asked me to take my line. Say, uh, say I asked. He asked, I you know? So I was just saying it with you. Like, I was like, I always do that Since when one. I It's, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not. That what, was my, that's my end of yeah. What is this, don't boys don't to men? This is an a cappella group. I know they're not. Don't get at me in the comments. When I'm talking listen, about. listen. I, I just want to say, uh, I'm I'm tired, you know, of these <laughs> two. Good. You know what I mean? And yeah. I just want to say, uh, shout out to everybody that listens. If you are a uh, person who is emotionally unavailable, so I don't have my glasses on. I get scared when um, he starts doing shit like this, you know? Like, you I get know what he's going to come <laughs> yeah, out of his mouth. when he starts with that. Do I got to bleep like, this shit? If like, you're a person that I'm always like, yo, I don't know where you're going. Cancel culture? <laughs> <laughs> yo, fucking cancel me then. Go ahead. If you're emotionally unavailable, um, trust me, you can you can get back to the state where you are emotionally available. I've done it. So that hopefully means that you can do it as well. <laughs> this might take some work. That's all. Oh all these guys are laughing at me. Listen, I just want to say shout out to everybody that listens. Uh, season three. The what episode is it? It's episode eight. Episode I couldn't nine. tell you. I um, couldn't tell you that. Season three has <laughs> been a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. It's been a lot of fun. Why would you bring it up if you don't <laughs> oh, even God. know? I was looking for y'all for, <laughs> looked, for looked safety. Like you was looked doing like, last night. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. You ain't got my back ever. This <laughs> fucking guy, yo. Anywho. Yeah, yo, I watched Glue Crash and Burn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to holler at a waitress. And then he looked over nah, to me. He's like, hey, hey, DeMarcus, you know that? Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, you on your own, big fella. Before, before we end this, I wasn't even trying to holler at it. I, she said her name was Ashley. 
And you know, like, ooh, Ashley. We stole, we do No, no, wait. Ooh, Ashley. Give him the, give him the, no, say it again. You know that That's song? what he was trying to do. <laughs> give him, say it again. And she looked at me no, like, I'm like, fucking Say it again, say it again. And she quickly and then, and then walked I, in the opposite and direction. And then I asked this man, like, yo, you know that song, right? He's like, no. Oh and she just started laughing. And I'm like, she oh, quickly, quickly man. walked away. Like, you said what? Yeah, you were starting singing to her? Ashley. Yeah, he trying ooh, to. Ashley. Whatever that is. Damn, bro. I mean, I'm going to find it. I'm going to put it on the... I'm going to link it to the video. Wait, wait. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Anyway, y'all. We, we appreciate y'all. See you in the next <laughs> for the, episode. For the eighth time. Shout out to y'all. Love y'all Peace. people, man. Appreciate you. Stay humble. <laughs> stay humble. We'll see you in the next video, right? As I said, yeah, see you in the next episode. You say it after you say stay humble. Guys. And I did backwards. It's backwards there. Later. <laughs> wow. Peace. <laughs> Found someone in my corner that loves me a lot and sees around me and not just a star. Girl, let's make it known. I'll give you my name. Everything that comes with it yeah. I know you like a diamond ring You're just so flawless Handle you with caution No other options yeah. Didn't give up on love I can't give up on your love You didn't give up on me now So I can't give up on your love Didn't give up on love Give up on me We can't stop what God's created uh, I can say I found someone in my corner That loves me a lot And sees around me And not just a star Found someone in my corner That loves me a lot And sees around me And for who I am I think I love you what you just listened to was In My Corner by LA. And it's a track that is just so melodically beautiful. You know, it just gets you and it feels a little bit, taps into some of that R&B shit that we be talking about. It's got um, that nice, like, sea, uh, sea sunset vibe mm-hmm. to it. You know what I'm saying? Sunset it's a drive. sampled beat, guys. So, doesn't mean he, it's not a good track. What's up with you, bro? When did you become such a hater, man? I'm not I didn't know you were the motherfucking beat police. Yeah. I am. Okay, Mr. Beat Police. I'm a, listen, go ahead. Go ahead, run your thing. You, baby. All right. What you just listened to was Watching In. That's by Roman Rogue. That's a single just dropped this week. That's yep. hot off the press, baby. Fire. Fire. Yes, sir. Super crazy. Honestly, it goes dumb. Hey, thumbs up for me. Yeah. Hey, me you know, I mean, that's the only accolade you kind of need. That's, as long <laughs> that's as a big I, one. R&B King it, says man, it? it. It's bars. Jeez. I hope, listen, everybody in here, go support Roman Rogue. He's a cool man of jamma. Uh, Glue, go ahead. Thank you, sir. Friends will be honest. You can lie to yourself if you wanna. Them skeletons all in your closet. Just give me the key to unlock it.
Look at what we've been through, what we've been through. You had my back and I had you too. You call me venting, I listen to you. And you understand what you're driven to. So baby, tell me again. Oh, tell me the reason. We're not lovers, just friends. Don't tell me that you can't see it. No telling when we'll both end up if we don't say some, say some. Yeah, it's no saying that we'll both find love if we don't make some, make some. If all that it takes is for one of us to come out and say it, I'll say it. So baby, tell me again. Why we not lovers and we just friends? You say I'm crazy and not. What you just listened to was Just Friends by Trevor Jackson. Shout out to Trevor Jackson, man. Just Friends always like, he he's a type of uh, artist that is different if you will he's always doing something weird in his music videos or his lyrics are always fiery but they're a little bit different but that yeah i rate him big time that's tough yeah that's tough it sounded very good yeah it was super catchy man i'll I'll check it out it's another sample beat uh the original is uh lovers and friends by usher oh lil john okay cool and ludicrous that's sick Uh, but yeah 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 no it's fire man yeah um, Most of them probably all come from like the 1970s anyway, right? Realistically speaking. 100%. Probably all from somewhere like that. Well, not the 19... No, that's like yeah, 90s or 200s, 2000s. Dude, were you good? Yeah? Yeah, I just had no input for your track, so... Damn. You could have just left it alone. Yeah, nah, all right, cool. So, you know? so what you, I mean, him. He could have just... Le- you could have just... You could have just not said anything to him. How is... You know what that Y'all means. Are mad, bro. Y'all are mad. Listen, <laughs> you know what that listen, means. Listen, what are we putting in the comments? Also, um, yo, shout out to moms for coming through and writing in every single post that she forgot to write <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> every single one of them. I seen. I was getting notifications. I was like, all right. Yeah. You're making up for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she heard the shout out. Um, um, go ahead and uh, let me take a peek here. Let me look through my emojis real quick. I can never get that luxury. No, <laughs> you don't. You're not supposed to be able to get that luxury because you mess around too much. I would love. You know what I would love? What? Um, have we done the little, just the little like moon with the happy face? You know, when it's like little cheeks are like that. They probably can't see what I just the did. Moon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're with that smiley moon. The smiley moon. Right, let's get a smiley moon. Yeah, that's cute. If you made a disc for it, give me a smiley moon. Give me a smiley moon. Cool. All right. On that note, thanks for listening. Enjoy your week now. Hey, you know what? If you're going to bed, I know I yelled at you last week, but if you are uh, falling asleep right now, I, j- I just, I just want to say, <laughs> wake your ass up, nigga! <laughs> what the hell? What you sleeping for? <laughs> Stupid ass motherfucker! I'm just kidding. I love you. You beautiful. I hope you have a great nap. Wake up. Everybody need that beauty sleep. I know I get my eight hours. <laughs> All right, later. Peace, y'all. Shit was foul. <laughs> you violated, bro. <laughs>